Hello, it is Thursday, July 22nd. Can't thank you enough for choosing to listen to this show. I think today's conversation is a deep, deep, deep good one. AJ Hawk stops by. We dive into everything happening in the world. A little bit of Olympics talk, huh? You don't cover basically everything. Let's get to it. Today's sports show is a good one. Lamar Jackson allegedly about to get 40 to 45 million a year. The one-time MVP and now playoff game-winning quarterback Mm -hmm. for the Baltimore Ravens in a division that's going to be very tough for at least the foreseeable future with what's going on in Cleveland and potentially in Cincinnati and what's going on with Pittsburgh. Is Ben Roethlisberger a new Ben Roethlisberger, not a new Ben Roethlisberger? We'll talk about that. We got conflicting reports on what Ben Roethlisberger has been up to. We'll dive into that, but Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens changed the game completely because Lamar Jackson Jackson is a player that changes the way you view football. This dude is electrifying. He's a fucking video game on the field. That has come into question a couple different times. He was called a running back playing quarterback by numerous people, so much so that after a game that he dominated and threw like three touchdowns or four touchdowns, he got a game ball. And actually Harbaugh said, not bad for a running back, and he actually did the full thing. There was an offensive coordinator that thought he had to throw the ball more and more and more in his career because he wanted to prove that Lamar Jackson was an incredible thrower of the football, and they wanted to build up the respect and credibility. I think not just on the other defenses looking at film going forward, but in the entire NFL world, I think he, Lamar, and the offensive coordinator wanted to prove to the world that he was a better ball thrower if he was just to be a pocket quarterback than anybody else as well. They learned that that was not the right option because Mm. what he does better than everybody on earth is make a play. He's a guy that can turn nothing into something. He's made absolute freak athletes look like elementary amateur athletes with the things he's he's been able to do. He's only going to get better, everybody's thinking. The offense is only going to buy into the system more. He's a one-time pro bowler, one-time all-pro. He's been an MVP before. He's got a playoff win, and I don't think he's slowing down anytime soon. 40 to $45 million per year is a lot of money to invest in somebody we saw some bad contracts in the past but we've also seen a lot of great contracts as of recent late if you look at Patrick Mahomes contract they got him for a half a billion dollars over 10 years that's 50 million dollars a year if you just do some easy math there but that money has been manipulated and moved where they're able to play with it with the salary cap so let's hope That Lamar Jackson in Baltimore, if you're a Baltimore Ravens fan, will do the same exact thing so that you can continue to bring in pieces around Lamar Jackson. They were trying to get active in free agency this past offseason at the wide receiver position because Hollywood Brown last year, their one star wide receiver that they have aside from great tight ends, he came out and said, hey, they don't ever use me out here. Mm -mm. Lamar said, they know what we're doing. Marquis said, it it stinks, basically, in the middle of the whole thing. And they would go on to win a playoff game. They weren't happy. they got to be able to figure out how to continue continue to build that roster. And if they won a Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson, I don't think anybody would be surprised. Of course, the guy's the best player of all time. But there is a lot of people out there that do not think Lamar Jackson's good at football. And that's why we want so hamsky on the Baltimore Ravens social media team Mm -hmm. for putting out that wobbly-ass pass Mm -hmm. to Sammy Watkins, who is now a member of the Baltimore Ravens, because it literally fed to all the critics of Lamar Jackson that he's not the best ball thrower, even though all of his stats basically say 
he is. I mean, that is just something that some people will not believe. They refuse to do so. Baltimore loves him, and I can't wait to see this thing work out, how they structure the contract, how they build the roster. And in a very difficult division, and there might be, you know, an expansion of games, which means you got to stay healthy and the style of play that the Ravens played, not just Lamar, is a wear and tear one. There's a lot There's a lot of bodies hitting bodies. Longer oh, yeah. season, but they're probably going to expand the playoffs. If they get in and get hot, they could win. I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Congrats to Lamar Jackson. Who has also said next year we're going back to that basketball court and having more fun. Everybody can fuck off. Hell yeah. <laughs> I like that. Do what you got to do, man. Hopefully everybody stays healthy, and I hope the Baltimore Ravens continue to win games in the Lamar Jackson era. Big Ben Roethlisberger, we alluded to that earlier. There's a lot of conversation to be had about him. There's some more conversations about Aaron Rodgers, obviously, because we have no idea what the fuck the MVP of last season is doing this upcoming season for the team that was in the NFC Championship the last two years in a row. Are they potentially completely out of the entire discussion if that guy can't figure it out with the team that he's currently employed by? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so we have to talk about that a little bit. I think we have a couple surprise guests. Maybe I'm sending out texts. It's the first time we've really paid real money for a booking people mm -hmm. and this is also the first couple days we've had zero guest book yeah Ooh. yeah okay it's been a lot of fun <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely. we're having fun here uh-huh that feeling out period you know of course i think what happens is you see our show is a tough sell i think for a lot of people which makes no sense i think we put over everybody that comes on yeah, absolutely people come on i think good experience with the exception of maybe adam cole i can't think of anyone who would have anything bad to say about when they came on the show it's always fun that fucking scumbag. Maybe he's the one bag. who's out there saying, oh, McAfee show stinks. You don't want to go on that. He probably is. Burners and stuff like oh. that. Oh, yeah. He's on that damn Twitch, uh, Chugs or whatever. Yeah, he's uh -huh. on that Twitch probably just sending out bird calls to everybody. Don't go on the show if you never heard of him. And he sends probably clips of... I mean, I was accosting him. Probably send what I said to Zito the other day. Look, this is this is probably what's happening. So now I apologize once again, by the way, Zito, and I apologize to everybody. I think the show is suffering from a week. I guess it's impossible to book for this show is what I'm learning. So I'm going to have to continue to wake up every morning and just send hopes and prayer text messages out. And it's... It's kind of a fun game, you know? Is it? Yeah. I know you really enjoy it. It's yeah. a fun game. I don't know. You know, it's tough for me to, like, you know... First of all, interrupt somebody's day. Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't like doing it. I don't like feeling like a burden. Like, hey, I don't like being a burden into people's life. So when a text message from me shows up, I want people to know, like, hey, this is going to be a good. Here we go. This is a good thing. Mm -hmm. Now it's turning into, hey, if you're bored at all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you're bored at all, <laughs> God, would love to come back. And some of these people I've never met personally. Mm -hmm. Right? So some of these people I've never met personally. Strictly over over the FaceTime. Not e no, not even, a, yeah, either over the FaceTime <laughs> or never, never really. Just kind of like a, hey, don't know if you, hey, old buddy gave me your information, didn't know that whole, it is a terrible thing. Yeah. I hate every single moment of it. And I've gotten, you know, a couple people that have been very nice, Rappaport, by the way. Mm -hmm. Sure. There's a guy who I send a text and he's going to be like, yeah, let's make it work, man. I, I got some shit going on, but let's make it work. The other people that I send texts to, you, you have seen around Darius, obviously, right. mm -hmm. or Slavsky mm -hmm. will stop sure. by. But there's not a lot of people that I like to keep around. I mean, I have a pretty tight little circle there. I, <laughs> I could text like there's big name humans that I have that there's no way in hell I'm wasting the text message to them on saying, hey, you won't come. I'd rather be like, hey, how's it going? Hope life is good. Okay, see you later.
Because all these people just have people asking shit from them. Exactly, yeah. Right? Like, all these people have shit just asked. And I don't want to be another person that's like, hey, yeah, you got 7,000 other things that you could potentially be doing with your time that would be better for the community, society, and you probably. But I was wondering, <laughs> yeah, huh? Gonna need you to hop 15, on. 15, 20 today. minutes. See, that's it. 15, 20 minutes. Huh? <laughs> need you. It's tough. I haven't been able to really piece those text messages together and hit send at the same damn time, especially if I've gotten somebody's information from somebody else yeah. that I've never because, uh, you know, the big thing now is group text. Yeah, sure. So it'll go into a group text and then you're supposed to say into the group text, hey, I'll hit you privately. Is that all right? Oh. And then they're supposed to be like, I think there's like this entire process now that's mm -hmm. happening. So I think I'm kind of easing into it, but we are having troubles. And, and to be honest, it's 100% my fault for the effort. It is 100% my fault. We are suffering from it. That's on my side. But we have nobody fucking booked for their show today except for a college football national champion. What? Okay. A Super Bowl champion. Who? And a future Olympian. Future Olympian. Well, maybe. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's possible. We have, we have no idea what he's going to pick up. A uh, guy who's here every day, AJ. Oh, let's go. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he wasn't here a lot of those days. True. Took but then he was here, off. here. Uh huh. So that makes up for everything, literally, because, you know, he traveled out of the attic that he currently lives in that we are a little bit worried about because maybe we should get a little bit better set instead of just sitting in a 200 degree attic. Yeah, with terrible internet. Terrible internet. Like, AJ, you made $150 million in your playing career. Before you even played. Yeah, exactly. Before you even played okay. in the NFL, you made $100 million. You can afford more than a $35 router. Can okay. we please get a villa with Wi-Fi? Yeah, wake up, Hawk. I think he owns an entire portion of Ohio, though. Oh, yeah. A lot of land. Yeah. I don't know what the square footage on his house is, but I'd guess it's no, it, it's probably north of 20,000. 30, I think. 30, so. I think. I think, yeah. That's 35, not, even, that's said, not yeah. even like the little gazebo pool house he's got in the backyard True. as well. And he chooses every time to come on and join us in the worst part of that. Yeah. Uh -huh. The one with the least uh, amount of internet in his entire house is where he decided to set up his studio. And whenever we say things like this, it isn't out of hate for AJ because no. we love AJ. Yeah. It's just this is a compliment to show like his humility. Right. Yeah. You know, he went Down back to, to Ohio. Mm -hmm. He said, listen, I was born in Ohio. I went to high school in Ohio. What? I went to college in Ohio. What? I ended my career in Ohio. What? I'm going to die in Ohio. What? They're going to bury me in Ohio. What? I want people to know that I can, I can still FaceTime from a tiny little attic in my 35,000 square foot villa. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about, AJ. He'll be on today. That's what makes Hawk Hawk. That's know? what makes the Hawk Hawk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If we had any friends that were Olympians, this would be a good time. Perfect. The Olympics time. are popping off tomorrow. Well, yeah. Now there's a little maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. A lot of at Schmidt, Matt Boston Connor, a couple uh, non-confident faces. Is that real? Well, yeah. I just saw that. Uh, I believe Tokyo has their highest surge in positive COVID cases, like that it's been in like six months. So I believe COVID is a real issue over there. And now you know people are dropping out. They're getting rid of the guy who did the opening ceremonies. I just I wouldn't be surprised. COVID? If, yeah. For COVID for the guy for with the opening ceremony? Oh, no. He made... Uh, uh, you just it, snuck that one in yeah. there. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying. I mean, was... it, when it's all crumbling, it's all crumbling, you know? I mean, but I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if... What did the opening ceremony guy do? Well, he made a couple insensitive remarks about the Holocaust in a comedy show in 1998. Someone found a tape of it, and they said, fuck this guy. Get him out of here. Well, we don't want... Whoa. See, that's an interesting thing, because the Olympics is... And I think this has been my take this entire time. I mind, there ain't much shit that I really like, okay? Mm -hmm. I mean, we all yeah. know this, all right? We all know that I, 
I didn't really watch any movies or anything growing up. I, I literally had not seen a Disney movie until uh, like I think a couple years ago when I watched <laughs> one. It's just not my, it wasn't my, I just kicked balls against the side of my house because I had so much ADD and I, I literally was just out in the streets in, in the backyards and friends. That's literally all I did my entire childhood and practice soccer everywhere and travel and you get it. The Olympics, though, was something that I held in such high... I don't know if everybody else was, and I think it was because in soccer, that's what we were kind of desiring. That was the goal. That was yeah. the goal. Like, hey, let's get to the U.S. That was the team. I went and watched the U.S. men's team in D.C. It was one of like the first ever events I ever went to with my dad. I think my brother went, some other people. It was, it was just like really cool. Like That was the, the, the soccer dream. Like, okay, didn't want to become rich until I got a little bit older and I realized, uh, like, okay, rich being wealthy is literally all i'm really looking for at this point however we get to that we will get there but soccer was the olympic was the goal now what it has become here now and i guess this is every big event the world cup every worldwide big event yeah. it seems mm -hmm. like there's some sort of every decision that is made you're thinking somebody's corrupted making the decision it's like every we've gotten jaded for almost everything. So anything the Olympics does, any country they pick, we all go, oh, why, why, what happened? What's going on here? What happened? How the fuck they secure the bid? Oh, is that right? Isn't that fascinating? What they're choosing to look at and choosing not to look at? Okay, so there's a potential couple dictators that have teams that are playing in there. Carrie Richardson, though, hey, don't fucking even think about that OG Kush. You hear me? Not a chance. Uh. We'll be doing that. Okay, so that is, we're kind of got to that point. But then once we start seeing like, okay, uh, every other event that has happened has been able to have fans. Mm -hmm. The Olympics can't have fans. Nope. Okay, so there's a lot different. People are traveling in from all over the world, and I understand there's different things from there, but that's the first thing. Then it's like the, the person that set up, uh, the head of the committee of setting up the whole thing goes like, Hey, we might cancel this thing. Yeah. Last minute. And Tokyo keeps up in the, the danger. Protocols, like, hey, yep. We don't care about the Olympics. We're worried about what the fuck's going on with us right now. Is it COVID-20 or is this 19 still? Is this a, the Delta I strand? I believe it's still the, 19, just a different strand. Okay. okay, so that thing's growing over there. And they're like, we don't care about that. And then now you see the cardboard box beds. And then you, you, you have to, though, think that somewhere in there, there is... So much good that comes from the Olympics. Okay, you get a chance to see literally people you have never heard of do sports you have never seen before from all over the world. You're getting a chance to actually say, hey, this person is the best in the world in this particular thing. This is cool. It's a great celebration bringing everybody together. And if you're representing it, I think we still hold on to the hope that those people will be somebody that the whole world loves. Mm -hmm. So whenever something like this is found, it's like, okay, this is not the right guy. To, but that's why they put the rock Okay. Exactly. The Rock. Whoa. The Rock. All right. Hey, Dewey Johnson. Dwayne Johnson. Mm -hmm. DJ. The Rock. What? The president. What? 2032. Yeah. He's fucking walking and cutting a promo to welcome the whole world to the Olympics. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's in like a, uh, a hangar. It looks like yeah. he's walking in a hangar. And he's like, "You, what you're about to watch, the hardest workers in the room sell it. I mean, they got the rock. Is that for the whole world or just for America? I'm guessing it's just for us. But it no! Might, I, I think but the it world might be for the whole world. So the world watches that and they get juiced, even if it is for just the USA. They don't care. So there's streams to every country over there? Is there one big stream? How do they sell the rights? I, I'm not sure. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure it's different in every single country, but I know China does love Dewey Johnson, so I'm well, guessing it is, there is a good chance that this was seen over there as well. 
Okay, so see, that's that's one country. All right, that's in it. Mm-hmm. That we, there is a lot of questions. Yeah, a lot of bullshit <laughs> going on lot, inside those borders. I'll tell you of, what, a lot of questions going on there. Mm-hmm. But every other country too. It, it do is there a rights that is paid? Like I always thought that NBC or whatever paid for the rights. Yeah. Is that globally? Is it just? I don't think so because I assume like in England it's on BBC or whatever. Oh, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Because yeah. I don't so, have NBC over there. That's so amateur of me to even think that. Well, they don't give a fuck about Mike Tirico. <laughs> no, they don't. That's, do they? Do they? Is Mike Tirico I don't global? Know. I don't know if Tirico's global. I know Al Michaels. I'm pretty sure Michaels is global, but he might be done. And Bob Costas. I know everyone loved him too. Hey, because those the specials of the Olympics become better than the Olympics. Yeah, right? yeah. This is. You watch some of the things, but then the stories that come out, the interviews and everything that gets put together, it's a massive production down there. They have entire, I guess, I saw um, Chris Collinsworth kid, Jack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jack Collinsworth is over there, cut a little promo on the rooftop of a building in Tokyo. He cut a promo about how he might stay in Tokyo, he said. Really? Yeah, he said he might stay in Tokyo with how beautiful it is. Loves it that much. The video that was, uh, the cell phone that was shooting that thing, what, and then there was like a river, and there was an entire. That was not Tokyo I saw. <laughs> that was I was in there. You're in a different spot. I should have got out a little bit. I guess if you get out and look back in, it is pretty <laughs> yeah, beautiful. Pretty beautiful. Yeah. I think I was in there. You know what I mean? Tokyo is an interesting city. It's like beautiful because of mm-hmm. you know the history and everything like that. But it is in. It is a very vastly different different existence over there than over here. I mean, it is the cleanest. The Shabuya, yeah. sure. I think Shabuya is a intersection over there, and it's the most busy intersection in the world, I believe. It's a five way, like it, it kind of is like Times Square. Oh like, yeah, I've seen a photo of that before. Yeah, it was yeah, in yeah. Fat, one of the Fast and Furious. Uh-huh. Uh, I think Tokyo mm-hmm. Drift yep. was in there. I believe. I'm not sure what Vin did through there, but I'm sure it was fucking badass. He was moving. <laughs> hey, make sure to get those DVDs for sale. That's dude. right. He was flying through there, but it, it was. Every time, because I think there's a train station there as well. Every time the uh, the walk sign turned to the uh, the glow of the mm-hmm. walk, yeah. as opposed to it, it's like two thousand people mm-hmm. would walk every single time. Each one of them, and we almost got trapped up in a storm. Yeah, because um, Mike Adams pops. He owed the Quell three public push-ups. All right, so we weren't betting money over there because oh, no. uh, you, you only get so much of their currency. So it's like we're not going to be it's we can't be betting money. So we were betting public push-ups, and uh, Mike Adams almost got killed doing a uh, public push-up in Shibuya. In the crosswalk of the intersection, <laughs> yeah, there. it was either how oh, was it Dequel or Mike? I think it was Mike because I remember Dequel pointing at him and counting, and uh, it was they were not waiting for us to get off. Yeah. Of as soon as that thing went to uh, like stop walking. And then go walk. Mm-hmm. It was an entire yeah. fleet. Of pe- I mean, it was it was a scene. It was awesome. We definitely, me mostly, looked like the American Stooges walking around there. Everybody was very nice to us, though. They didn't love us, I guess. I, I, we were told that we were not supposed to go to some places uh, because mm-hmm. we were Americans. Like we were, we were told that. Now, did we pop by a couple of those places that we were told? Maybe. And were we told at the place by people that spoke English, like, hey, you guys should watch yourself a little bit here? Yes. Uh-huh. But other than that, we had a great time. Beautiful city. Yeah. We were in a club that we were, not, we were told we were not supposed to be in. And uh, 
we were uh, we were larger than everybody else in there. Of course. And there was glow sticks, and there was oh. it was uh, foam. There was a foam party going nice. on, and we were having a. I mean, we were having a time, and this was very much like in the heart of where we were not supposed to be. They said like this area is not great for Americans or whatever. So we were getting after. I mean, we were having a time, and a guy came in in full baseball uniform. Wow. Guy came in a full baseball uniform into the club. They love baseball, I guess, yep. in in Japan, and uh, we got to a point in the club where. Uh, fake baseball player uh, was throwing pitches, and uh, Dequell Jackson with the uh, with the, uh, the, the like the uh, glow stick thing there. Oh yeah, uh-huh. yeah, hits a boom, bomb. Okay, circle of people around, full yeah. club, kind of circle of people around. Home run, bat flip, a baseball player, ducks head. Everybody else goes oh, crazy. Wow. runs the bases. Yeah, so I guess there's probably a little bit more of a a potential reputation of a dislike because our experience was a very positive one. Mm-hmm. But Tokyo is a vastly different operating lifestyle than it is here. And I'm excited we're going to get a chance probably to see a lot of that, right? Because they kind of Hopefully. they dive into the city that they're normally in. There's normally like pieces and things like that done. So I think this would be pretty fun. Maybe we'll find the bar that uh, Chuck Pagano kicked down the door of. Oh, yeah? Be awesome. It was unbelievable. Chuck's not going to be happy about me. <laughs> Mentioning that. He's retired now. Still got a warrant yeah. out for his yeah, arrest He's there. retired now. He didn't kick down. I mean, this door was not put on well. It was uh, it was down in a basement, and we th- we were told to go to this place. Okay. Okay, so we were told to go to this place to meet somebody we had seen earlier at an event. Like, hey, got some friends, stop by here, see us there. And uh, we we went to what we thought it was. And it turns out we were just, I think, like one one half block off. Ah, yeah. yeah. And he the door, he went to open. He didn't kick it down. He went to open it, and it just fell. Oh, wow. Okay. And we, look, we looked in there, and uh, everybody gave us some bright eyes. You know? yeah. And we're like, all right, we're going to get the hell out of here. And Chuck turns around and goes, get out. <laughs> it was a tight little, it was like a tight little staircase, basically, where so we were all stacked up behind each other. And the door opens, and we all go, what? And like I poke, I'm like third back and i poked my head around and chuck just goes get get listen <laughs> we gotta go we gotta get out of here so i think he lifted the door back up kind of leaned it on there and yeah. we just got out of there yeah it was time for us to head home at that point but tokyo is a beautiful city i just hope the olympics are like cool and unifying mm-hmm. and like fun to celebrate because yeah. it's so much bullshit right now that we're dealing with and we're only what less than I guess games are already happened. Yeah, yeah. Already happened. Are, we're already in the Olympic game, the World Games. Sorry, world we're already games. in the World, world games. games. And by the way, that's another thing about the Olympics. I think I hate. Yeah, wait, what's? The I wor- can't even really can't say, say that. Why? There's a chance we get taken down. You gotta yeah. call it the World Games. Oh, okay. Because that's bullshit, but okay. what corrupt? Uh-huh. That our media thought as soon as we hear the World Games, we think what corrupt wait decision? Yeah, exactly. Especially when you you know you're reading stuff about some of the Paralympians and they're not even going anymore because uh, they won't fucking help them out. This was outrageous. I didn't know that fully. I think I had kind of had an understanding, but I don't think I fully knew. The Paralympics happened at the same time as the Olympics? I did not know that either. Okay, so I kind of, because I think every Olympics, there is a Paralympic story that I like latch onto where I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And I think, then I think time passes and I go, okay, did they just air the video during the Olympics mm. because it was, or is it actually? I think it's actually happening at the same time as the Olympics, right? I mean, that would make sense. Is that what they, we're learning now? I think so, right? I mean, she said she was going to go over there. Okay, so let's go to the post so that we're not. Uh, Becca Myers, 
tweeted out that she's heartbroken to share that I'm withdrawing from the Tokyo Paralympic Games. Okay, so that would make us think. It is think, in Tokyo. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is, <laughs> unless it's two different parts of Tokyo. Right, which it could be. Tokyo's big city. Yeah. Massive. There's like a castle or something in the middle. Really? I think. Like the pinnacle of the... I remember. I might, I might have been boozed up a little bit. I might have been a little bit boozed up. Sure. But I remember walking and seeing like a castle. And I was like, is this like the what? What is this the White House? Yeah. Oh, that would be unbelievable. <laughs> and I forget what the answer was given. And I just kind of walked away. But I have the image in my head right now. And there's like the road actually split at the castle. Wow. If somebody could figure so that out. So everything was going right towards the castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it looked like a castle, but I don't think it was a castle. It might have been. Bowser's Castle? Tokyo was huge. It didn't look like Bowser's Castle, but whenever you got to run that shit on the Mario Kart, you got no shot. No No way. That thing is burning down. The lava? Yeah, you got no shot. You're going to do one little drift ski, and guess what? Burn it down. You're out. And then they're going to do the little lifty thing, and it's going to be a slow thing. It's going to be an... Is that in uh, Tokyo? Yeah, it's called the... N-A-G-O-Y-A Castle, located in central Japan. I tapped, I typed in Japan and <laughs> that Castle, and that was the first that popped up. Is that the one? Can you spell I, that again? I don't think, the one I was looking at was white, but. Oh, there actually, there's another one, too. There's a so white one. there are castles in Japan. Here we go. Now we know. Okay, so now we know. <laughs> yeah, checking you, off Zito. the boxes. I appreciate that. But the Paralympics thing, back to Becca Myers here. Uh, the U.S. OPC, so is that the United States Olympic Performance Committee? Must be. Or plan? Paralympic? Would that be in there? U.S. United, United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee. Okay. There it is. All right. U.S. OPC. Obviously, Paralympic was in there. Has repeatedly denied my reasonable and essential accommodation because of my disability, leaving me no choice. Full statement below. I've had to make the gut-wrenching decision to withdraw from the Tokyo 2020 Paralympics. I'm angry, I'm disappointed, but most of all, I'm sad to not be representing my country. The USOPC has denied a reasonable and essential accommodation for me as a deaf, blind athlete to be able to compete in Tokyo, telling me repeatedly that I do not need a personal care assistant who I trust because there will be a single personal care assistant on staff that is available to assist me and 33 other Paralympic swimmers, Nine of whom are also visually impaired. The USOPC has approved me having a trusted PCA, my mom, at all inter- international meets since 2017, but this time it's different. With COVID, there are new safety measures and limits of non-essential staff in place, rightfully so, but a trusted PCA is essential for me to compete. That's, I mean, doesn't that seem just pretty natural? That's yeah. pretty reasonable, I yeah, think. Yeah, I do. The way she led that off, we're like, okay, she's kind of leading here saying this is pretty reasonable and essential. And then she's like, let me explain to you exactly why I'm feeling that way. Yeah, well, Can we not get a PCA that she knows? What do we do? Why is this? Ha- this is what I'm talking about, though. When it comes to everything we're hearing about these Olympics, are like, why are the Olympics doing it? Why is this happening? And this is another one. Can we not get Becca Myers a goddamn PCA and let her mom in there? Well, and COVID's a very easy scapegoat to follow because of COVID. We can't do that. But for someone who is blind and deaf, I'm assuming you want someone you're comfortable around and that you like trust so you don't just have some random person leading you around in Tokyo. I And this is going to sound um, very ignorant. And I apologize for that. Is there a lot of blind and deaf people out there? I don't know. And she said there's nine visually impaired people just in that, just in the swimming 
like uh, yeah, visually impaired. I, I but is it blind and deaf? That is like that. Is that not what I would, I would guess? It's not that common, but if it means anything, point two percent of the world's population. Uh, that's what popped up right away. What, deaf and blind. Point two percent. That's a lot of people. Yeah, that's a lot of people. That's how. So this goes back to the how. If you can't see or hear anything, how do you? That's unbelievable. Yeah, Helen Keller is one of the craziest stories of all time. Well, that's what I'm. This is like point two percent, obviously, as well. But <laughs> so, what would make the is Helen? This is a Helen Keller situation, right? Is that what was different with Helen Keller? Anything? Blind and deaf, right? Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. She wasn't swimming in the Olympics. I know that. True. So how come we're not? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. like this is fucking unbelievable. It really is. And now, a blind and deaf person cannot compete in the Paralympic celebration, uh, basically, of just accomplishing things that nobody ever thought anybody could accomplish, and the world celebration of that. Blind and deaf Becca Myers won't compete because they won't let her mom be around her? What are we doing? Figure it out. Get it. What are we doing? That's, um, that's an unbelievable story. It really yeah. is. And they only have one person for 33 people. It's like, it, that's not going to work in itself, let See, alone not have, letting the mom go. 0.2% of the world's population is a... That's a lot of people. I didn't know that was happening. I, the, the willpower... Think about that. The willpower yeah. to continue... Like, how do you... How do you learn it? I don't understand. The Helen Keller story, I think, has been so fascinating for a lot of people because they go, I don't know how. That, that, yeah. that can't. And then Becca Myers here is swimming in the Olympics, Paralympics. Unbelievable. Let's go, Becca Myers. Let's go, dude. Let her swim. Let her Come swim, on. dude. Bullshit. Let her mom there, man. What's going on? It is horse shit. Because it happened with the, uh, the lady who's running for Canada, too, who has a kid, and she's not going anymore because they won't let her kid go, and she got to breastfeed her kid. So she had to drop out, too. Okay, so like, all right, I don't, this is going to sound bad potentially, but the Olympics could say for the, is it the Olympics or Paralympics? The Olympics, the Olympics yeah, yeah. The Olympics could say, you knew this was potentially going to happen, the planning schedule of, babe, like, they could be assholes and say that, I think. Sure. You know, like, that is something yeah, yeah. That, mm -hmm. that could happen. But why? Doesn't have to. Like, hey, just let her take. Why can't she take her bed? And I guess it's because they don't have enough cardboard box beds over there. Pretty much. Is and that I, why? I think they are with the COVID over there. I think they're trying to limit as many people that come as possible. Hey, so they're way, way. They're back whenever uh, mm -hmm. at the. They're at a stage that we hopefully have passed a lot, like months and months and months ago, huh? I think so. Yeah, I it, believe so. You know, they say that happens with fashion. Mm -hmm. huh. Everything starts over there and then comes over this way like after a couple of years. Is that same type of thing happening with COVID? Is it has it not hit Japan as much in the past? Was Japan still going while we were all shut down or is this another shutdown over there? I, I think it's a new one, isn't it? Yeah. I, because of the the variant or whatever. I mean, I don't know if they were completely back to normal, but I I I mean, they're going like back into lockdown pretty much. I'm pr pretty sure Tokyo is in lockdown. Jeez. Yeah, that's why. I mean, I'm so are the so the Olympic athletes have to be in a bubble, but they said the bubble uh, bubble was loose, so that probably means the local government and authority that has everybody on lockdown is not exactly thrilled about that. I think so. Yeah. So there's just this is going to be a potential. I mean, there's a chance. Oh yeah, today. No. Yeah, no. there's a chance. No, not today. I think it would be like it would, in the middle. Yeah, it'd be oh, like okay. two two teams compete against each other, and everyone on both teams gets COVID, and then they're just like, "Oh shit, we have to we have to pull the plug on this right now." 
I don't know if it'll happen, but that's what everybody's saying about it. Yeah, last minute cancellation is. I, I, it feels more likely that that's going to happen than in two weeks. We're no be closing game. Well, now like, listen, once the Rock walks out of that goddamn hangar, sure, that's true. Okay, now you can DVR that, by the way, because I mean we're competing against the Olympic opening ceremony tomorrow night on SmackDown. Oh, oh come I mean, on! Well, the ceremony. Anybody want to talk about that? Ceremony's gonna fucking stink. Yeah, yeah it's no fans. No one's there. Yeah. It's gonna stink. If you watch that, you're a fool. Yeah, why would you? I mean, DVR it. I mean, it's quite a celebration. You will want to see at some point. There's probably going to be a cool drone thing, but there's moments you can fast forward through. Hey, yeah, you- and come on over to Fox. John Cena, Roman Reigns. Ooh. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, come on. Chitty Olympic ceremony, Cena and Roman. Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? Come on. And I think rolling lot is happening, yeah, too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. You still know what you're doing yet? No. <laughs> no. We have... Some big news for you. Yeah. Your favorite men's healthcare brand, Roman, is now available at Walmart. Roman's non prescription products have got you covered with everything from sexual health. Aaron, you're about to get back in the game, by the way. Let's go. Should send him some. We should. Or just send them to Walmart because it's available there. Roman and Walmart. Mm -hmm. Everything from sexual health to everyday health. Your well-being is important and taking care of it should be simple. Now you can add to cart in real life. Roman now available at Walmart. We're in your area. Let's go take care of it. And also, special Roman condoms are new and exclusive to Walmart. You won't find them anywhere else. Designed ultra thin, lubricated for pleasure, and FDA cleared because safe is sexy. Roman swipes are an easy, discreet way to delay ejaculation and increase sexual stamina. They're fast acting and your partner will enjoy them too because there's no passed along desensitization if you use it as intended. Longer, better sex with Roman swipes. Roman condoms keep you safe. And also, they got testosterone supplements. They got hair supplements. Roman has everything to make you the best you possible. Visit your local Walmart store today and check out Roman's line of men healthcare products. All clinically tested and make you best you possible. Diggs, you look like you're getting slim, Bal. It, it, it seems like it's even like a day to day. You're getting slim right now. You're cutting. Is it cutting season right I've been now? doing some new things. You know, I've kept it quiet, and, you know, until some real results show, but we're on our way. Well, that's we just got a little fact check from the back. I guess Blue Origin has been around since the year 2000. What? Jeff Bezos. Oh, bullshit. No then year 2015, it became public. So what happened in 2015? It became public that he was involved. I guess they had had... Three test runs or something, 15 test runs? What was it in April or something? It was 15, I saw. They did 15. Uncrewed. Yeah. 15 uncrewed test runs in April. I guess who knows how many. I guess all of them came back good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well. All right, what is the number? What is the number you think for Bezos there? Is he saying, I, until there is zero out of 15, I don't want to hear it? What if it was one out of 15? What do you think? I was going to say 13 out of 15. 13 out like, of 15? No, that's what I'm saying. What if one was bad? So, like, what if it was 14 out of 15? No like, chance. It's got to be 15. Absolutely no be. chance. I think it's got to be batting 1,000. Yeah. He's, uh, he's a cowboy. You think the yeah. space cowboy, cowboy, the guy who hopped in that, what, 200-foot baby-making shaped? Uh-huh. <laughs> You th- you think it had to be fifteen? I'm yeah, saying maybe I guess so. maybe, maybe number one or two could have something could have happened, but the last ten had to have been perfect. Hundred percent, it has to be. 100%. We would have heard if about there's it a too, zero. Right? No way yeah. he's going. It has there. to be hundred percent. I think if there was five straight. Uh, joining us now is a man who probably <laughs> has an opinion on this from his attic in Ohio. AJ, 
Uh, AJ Hawk, your thoughts? Yeah, do you, I know. Do you think it's 15 out of 15? No. I mean, Elon Musk, how many penis rockets has that dude smashed? You've seen him crash multiple rockets. I would assume Blue Origin. I think Diggs hit it perfectly. Like, yeah, maybe early on the process, if a couple blew up, you'd be okay. But, yeah, you need those last 10 to 12 to go okay. I mean, there's a kid on board. They had to have some sort of, like, hey, we haven't had a messed up flight and you know. How years. young was the child on it? I think 18. It was like, yeah, 18. Okay, so that's an adult, but I understand what you're saying. There's a young human young in there. Human. And I, I want to let you know that humans in um, this country's history and probably others have been sending 18-year-olds to war on a very regular sure, basis. Sure, we know more about war than we do about space. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like to say like there were, a kid is an interesting I, way. Well, yeah, I, think, I think he was the youngest to ever be in space. It's, because Mitt is 23, I think anybody below him is damn near an infant, basically. Yeah, and that, that's not how we should view it. No, I, no, no, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a skewed yeah. thought. But Mitt does kind of offset some things. Uh, mm-hmm. Wanted to send him down to Donda. You hear we're giving away two tickets to the Donda album release party, AJ? I mean, who is delivering those tickets? If Mitt gets a hold of one of those, I think that may be a, a TikTok firestorm. We might want to see that. That's what we thought, by the way. That's mm-hmm. exactly yeah. what we thought. I asked him if he wanted to go. Like, hey, do, does Mitt want to go? Let's do this. Mitt was in, 100% in. Then we realized, oh, it's in Atlanta. Mitt thought it was in Chicago somehow. <laughs> yeah. But I do believe when we asked him, we said Mercedes-Benz Stadium or something. For sure, we did. And he, I think he was just so lost into Donda, Kanye. Oh, my God. He didn't even hear where it was. He said, yeah, I'm in because he thought it was in Chicago. Turns out it's in Atlanta. Scheduling conflict won't be able to happen. So we're giving away two tickets. It's going to go off without a hitch tonight, I assume. It's Kanye West. So is he selling the whole place out just for an album party? Uh, yeah. I mean, uh-huh. they, these tickets were not easy to get, I don't think. Zito had to wait to get them. Uh, we got them pretty good tickets, though. Oh, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. In that stadium, every seat is made so mm-hmm. that it's, every seat's a good seat. Is he sell, did he sell out a stadium for an album listing release party? I think so. I was looking at we Fucking Kanye's <laughs> always going to have the juice. Weapon. Always going to have it. Even is he going to perform at all? Like, will he perform any of the songs? I, I think I've seen an album release listening party for him before. It was either in Chicago or Detroit, maybe. I forget where it was. Yeah, he had one in Detroit. It was outside in like a street. I think he had like an alley and there was a projector. And he's like, it's like a, it's almost like a movie release. Uh, I don't think he's like rap. It's not a concert. I don't think. Oh yeah. He Uh, had like a film, didn't he? Yeah. It's like a movie release. I I don't know. Who? By the way, he might have completely reimagined mm-hmm. it since then because True. I feel like that is how Kanye operates. It's going to be a spectacle. We were pumped to have some boots on the ground potentially, <laughs> but since we can't go, hopefully other people will go. I, there's, it's supposed to start at 8 or something like that. Kanye's not seeing that place until at least midnight, right? Yeah, For sure. At least. Here in Indianapolis, it was one of his first stops for his tour, the, the floating stage one. People left. He was like three and a half hours late, and then he, he showed up. Yeah. I think oh, yeah. it was gnomes. A, it was no. I think people like sprinted back. Oh. He, he's a spectacle. Kanye is always a spectacle. He's a showman. I can't wait to see what this is, and I hope his new music is fucking good. Which people well, say it need is. it. Yeah, hopefully he's making music for you, right? I know you're saying Drake yeah. is not currently making music for you. He's making music for other people, although he does Champagne continue up. to follow you, I believe. But <laughs> I it's, check I, this all morning, I think yeah. of <laughs> when I think of Kanye being three hours late, like so he's paying all that overtime union labor. Like you know, concerts they got to end right at the time they need to end. Kanye does will not spare a dime for creative um, freedom. I, I like creativity. Mm-hmm. And Andy Kaufman. 
and I talk about this because it's such a great like example of the lengths that people are willing to go to do their style of creativity, entertainment, and everything like that. He used to put in like static bars in the show back in the day so people would have to get up and hit their TV because they thought it was like static and then they would sit back down and nobody even knew that he was putting those into the show what? so it was just like they thought it was happening and everything else like that was what Andy Kaufman was I think Kanye whenever he's like shows up three and a half hours late or does something where he says he's going to do something and he delays it like two months I think he views that all as a part of the as a part of the show, you know, like I think he mm. thinks that's all a part of it. Like he's wearing shit over his head <laughs> yeah, yeah. and everything. Like I think he, all of it is like the the. I agree with you. Yeah, I agree with you saying it's all part of the show, except for the part about showing up three and a half hours late. Like I don't think that's part of the art. Well, he might say something different though. You know, I would too. I would too if I was Connie and I wanted to show up three hours late. <laughs> if I wanted to be. Um, Four hours late to an obligation that I had, I guess I would also say, yeah, the tension of the weight, you know, just get them to, because there's another thing, Andy Kaufman read a book to an entire crowd. They bought tickets to a show, and he read a book. What? Front to back. I mean, it's funny for us. <laughs> the whole about it. book? It wouldn't be funny being there. The whole book. Are you shitting me? Yeah, I think yeah. one guy stayed. The whole time. I think one guy stayed, and then when he finished it, he said, thank you, and he walked off. <laughs> oh, I thought that guy was dead. What's that? I thought some guy just died in the crowd. No, he might have fell asleep or whatever, but yeah, like that is, I think there are some people that that is genuinely how they feel like this is legendary shit that I'm mm-hmm. doing here. You know, like I think that is how they act. They're entertaining themselves, I feel like. That's for them. Like, hey, this is really funny to me and maybe <laughs> yeah. a few others that I know. Andy Kaufman had to think, long after I die, people will tell this story and laugh their fucking asses off. For sure. That's like generational. But now, anytime you think about a Kanye West live event, you immediately have to think like, okay, is he going to show up? Like, is it going to happen? Is Kanye going to be there? And I think the the Yeezus followers? Sure. Mm -hmm. What do you guys call yourselves, Mitt? The... Matt. Disciples of Jesus. Is that what it is? Are you I think it should be going forward if it's not. What do you what do you guys call yourselves? The Yeezy walks with us? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm a big Kanye West fan, yeah. I have a pair of Yeezys. What do you call oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeezys? <laughs> That's not like a uniform, right? A lot of people have fucking Yeezys. Is there a name for the fan base or no? No, he definitely did not do a like little fan. See, that's a part of it. Thing. Yeah. That's part yeah. of it. That's part. Of it. We don't have that. Hey, that's not what we have. Mm-hmm. But if if that was in Indy or City that he could have got to pretty quickly, he would have went there. And if Kanye shows up five hours late, Mitt would have been like, "All right, let's oh, yeah. go. go on, let's go." For the record, I was all in because I thought it was in Chicago, and I was cutting cameras for Hammer Down, and just wasn't really my brain doesn't really work two ways at the no, same time. well you do great at cutting cameras That's by EP. the way man. Hey. heard Kanye West and Donda and was like oh yeah, shit Chicago fuck y'all like, right now let's hey, go camera's on me uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's awesome that he's guy. the best he's the best but he would have wait five hours I think the yeah. people that are Kanye fans that are going to these things they're like, okay, this is just kind of a part of it. You know, you and I, that's probably not something we would ever in our lives think about doing, okay, to anybody, let alone Kanye. But there are people, I think, that that's like, yeah, that's Kanye, you know? So somebody can win two tickets. We can't thank you enough. Good luck out there. And if you could send us some video of something, if they allow you, yes, they probably won't. But if they could, if you could get us something, 
That'd be great for the show. We'd mm-hmm. like to have boots on the ground. Now. Bring one of those pens in there that records everything Whoa. that you can hear. Oh, like a spy. So if you're a spy and have one of these yes. pen recorders things, please enter the hashtag PMS Donda Party giveaway for two tickets to tonight's Donda album release party at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. And then overnight it to here for after, tomorrow. after the concert. I have one. Yeah, for tomorrow. Oh, so you should go, AJ. I used to have one. I got one somewhere. I bought it at the like sharper image at the Chicago airport. What creepy shit you guys? Well, it was I, like a talk boy pen style. <laughs> at that spy museum, you can get them. I know for sure. I've seen the spy museum. It is a little bit disappointing with the size of it and kind of how they treat it. But it was somewhere <laughs> that I went. Yeah, and I thought only spies had those things. What you got? Be what are you trying to catch somebody doing something? I mean, are you like? Uh, is that what you got going on? No, I mean, I never really found any good reason to use it. But, I mean, go on Amazon. There's a million different, like, spy cameras you can get. I'm sure they're in, they're in Airbnbs all over the place, people spying on whoever rents the spot. What? I thought about that while I was in the Airbnb we were in in Texas. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah, everything I did. Who's watching they, me? I mean, with that fridge. I thought the fridge was just a rogue agent the entire time. The fridge was uh, an iPhone. Smart fridge. It oh, was nuts. What? Yeah, you can play was, music. It stores songs, photos in there. You can go to what? You can order food on there. Yeah, you could call, FaceTime people on there. Put the notes on there with the grocery list yeah. and everything. It, and everything was touch. It was it was um, it was the nicest thing in the house by far. TV didn't work. Obviously, you had no naturally cable. no cable. But the the fucking fridge was unbelievable. But yeah, they were definitely watching us. Everybody's watching you. Speaking of watching, did you watch Jerry Jones say fuck? It was awesome. <laughs> No, I did not. It was on his press conference? Yeah, so he and uh, Hollywood Mike McCarthy yes. met with the press going into this year of Hard Knocks filming, which Mike McCarthy's answer was awesome. <laughs> he said, I about drove off the road in my truck, but once I got back on, I was all in. Imagine Jer. Hey, listen, Mike, we're going we're gonna to do Hard Knocks, and we're going to show everybody how good of coaches you are because remember just last season, about week six or week seven, everybody was saying, you guys don't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> And this year we're going to do Hard Knocks and we're going to build this team and HBO is going to follow us. And Mike goes, well, what's that, Jerry? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to lose. Jerry, Jer, I swear to God, you want fucking cameras everywhere. Okay, you got to remember, practice with an apartment complex all the way around the practice facility. Mm-hmm. There is a VIP like uh, club that overlooks the everyday practice that you can buy tickets to. Ezekiel Elliott commented last year that for the first time in his career as a Dallas Cowboy, there was nobody in the club watching practices for a time of the year last year. Then they started coming back towards the end. That's the only way I found out that that fucking thing existed. And Mike was like, now you want cameras in every meeting as well? How are we going to win any games? Is Mike going to be electrifying on this? And do you think this affects a team being good? being in hard knocks now i don't think it will affect the team really i think it'll affect the coaches and how they interact a little bit i know you you can find a way to forget that the cameras are in there but the, the weird thing i think if i was the head coach the stuff that i wouldn't want in is like the cameras from the staff meetings and you're sitting there talking about individual players and your plan and all this stuff that you don't really want out there also your team meetings like mike's going to be very inadvertently funny the whole time i think he's not going to be trying to be but i think it'll be great remember todd haley that's he, and, uh, he had you? his hat he, he had his hat and did like a fool I'm like oh is this guy going to explode <laughs> yeah. this guy broke his hip getting into a fight at a yep. at a rodeo bar in Pittsburgh one night uh, he'll get after it I don't know if Hugh knows that it's like that was access that I 
Never would have thought I seen. You've heard about coaches fighting each other a lot. Just mm-hmm. last year, we heard allegedly a fought coach or a coach fought another coach. That is something that has happened through the history. It can get a little tense. And I guess does the club get to say you're in there or not? And did the Cleveland Browns say yeah you're allowed in there? Did Hugh say yeah you're allowed in there? Or how does it work on I'm who? Sure gets- I guarantee it's agreed on before they even. Like if I don't know if they, how they sign a deal or whatever before the NFL forces the team to do it if they don't want to, yeah, I'm sure you have to sign off like, hey, we're putting we're putting cameras in all your meeting rooms. Like I want the only place, I, I'm sure there's like, hey, the only place there won't be cameras are like the showers and areas where we would see dudes dongs in the locker room. Jerry, Jerry goes to uh, Mike. Hey, listen, Mike, we're going to put cameras in every room. And Mike goes, every room? What about the locker room? And Jerry goes. We want to see those dongs too. <laughs> what if what if Mike what if Mike had to be like no? It'll go viral. Mike, no way, nah, can't do it or whatever. You know, like that is who can't be putting can't be putting these guys' meats out there, Jerry. Who got who got agreed? Who got in the conversation? Who was in the room whenever it was agreed upon on where the cameras were? Was that just Jerry? in HBO, in the NFL, or did Mike McCarthy have any say, and was he learning about everything as he was crashing his truck? Yeah. I think Jerry probably did not tell Mike about that meeting when they were going to talk about where the cameras would be, because I'm sure Jerry knows, like, this would be a lot easier without Mike. And HBO as well probably thought, yeah, Jerry will sign off on everything. Okay, we have some breaking news. Uh, A memo has been sent to the NFL, and the man who can memorize the memos and release the information exactly how it was sent out from the NFL. Tom Pelissero is reporting that the NFL just informed clubs that if a game cannot be rescheduled during the 18-week season in 2021 due to a COVID outbreak among unvaccinated players, the team with the outbreak will forfeit and be credited with a loss for playoff seating per sources. Damn. Massive implication, says Tom Pelissero. You ain't kidding, pal. Uh, per sources means the NFL just sent this memo to Tom Pelissero less than a minute ago. He was able to do that entire thing and pump out what, what matters, and that's why the arrow, Tom Pelissero, is always trending up. AJ, your thoughts? This is even more like we heard this from Mac Brown originally months and months and months and months ago. He said what we're being told is uh, if everybody's vaccinated, we can go back to normal. If people aren't, we can't do anything. So it was almost like, uh, hey, get vaccinated or your life's going to be absolutely terrible and different at a competitive disadvantage from everybody else that does do it. That seems like what's happening here in the NFL with just a couple of days before everything gets started up again. Well, it sounds like they're just stepping up their game of trying to get people to get vaccinated to where they, they know they can't say you have to be vaccinated to play but they can make it very difficult if you're not vaccinated. So now we've seen what Michael Irvin come out and talk about it, how, you know, it's it's an advantage if you are vaccinated, 85% of the team, all this stuff, and they do. It is going to be interesting to see because it's true. Like you're going to be almost separate from the team if you're not vaccinated, right? You got a mask, you got a social distance, all that stuff. There's more coming out from the arrow, Tom Pelissero. Here's more from today's memo, which also says the team responsible for a canceled game because of an outbreak among unvaccinated players slash staff will be responsible for financial losses and subject to potential discipline from the commissioner. Wow. Okay. So 
You don't want to get vaccinated? It's fine. Hey, that's fine. Sure. Don't worry about it. Do do what you got to do. Um, but if it's because of you that a game gets moved, you're going to have to pay for the money that was lost from that game. What is that? $70 million? So much yeah. money. Yeah. $70 million? So is that, yeah, go you, back to that thing, please. What it, if you cost an, like if you cost an owner a home game? That's gigantic money. Will yeah. be responsible for financial losses and subject to potential discipline from the commissioner. Well, hey, don't have to get vaccinated. Only possibly punished by a $70 million fine amongst seven or eight of you or 10 of you, however many are on the team. It's like, you don't have to get vaccinated, though. No. no, no hey, that's hey, it. Don't have to do it. Don't, don't have to, by the way. Just, hey, do whatever you, hey, land free, okay? Because of the brave, do whatever you got to <laughs> do. That's right. You don't need to get it. Hey, you do whatever you got to do. But if it's because of you that a game gets lost, depending upon which stadium. Now, you better hope it's in a different stadium. <laughs> yeah. But if it's in one of those big, you're, you owe, you're going to owe Jerry, okay, $70 million. That's one game. All right? Think about up there. and Imagine if some. No, Jerry will owe, right? They're saying that the, the team, they're not putting on, the players aren't going to owe all that. Go back. Outbreak among unvaccinated players will be responsible. Here, that. It also says the team responsible for a cancel. Oh, shit. So now the Jerry has reasons to tell. You think I'm going to pay Robert Kraft $70 million up there because you won't get a shot because of your freedom? Is that what <laughs> is that what the conversations that are happening right now? It is. This is going to be a massive conversation, by the way. Everything that is handled when it comes to the vaccinations and everything that happens getting back into life. And if, I mean, who knows with everything that's potentially happening. This is all going to be talked about centuries from now, oh, yeah. decades uh -huh. from now. Everything is going to be talked about. The NFL went to this length to get everybody vaccinated and said that a team would potentially be fined. $70 million <laughs> if it doesn't have. I mean, that is as crazy to think about, AJ. I mean, there's a lot going on. Uh, the league intends to play its entire 272-game schedule over 18 weeks, 17 games, and this is key. We do not anticipate adding a 19th week to accommodate games that cannot be rescheduled within the current 18 weeks of the regular season. Play on time or don't play. Other key competitive aspect of today's memo, vaccinated individuals who test positive and are asymptomatic. Um can return to duty after two negative tests 24 hours apart. Unvaccinated individuals still subject to mandatory 10-day isolation period. It's crazy stuff coming out of Tom Pelissero there. More strong language, something about ob obliged. Every club is obligated under the Constitution and bylaws to have its team ready to play at the scheduled time and place. A failure to do so is deemed conduct detrimental. There is no right to postpone again. Okay, so they're saying get vaccinated or get the fuck out. Yep. Is Cole Beasley going to retire then? Well, Cole, yeah, he's gonna have Cole to. Beasley is not the only one. I just want to let... I, I, now, Cole Beasley has been the loudest. Yeah. <laughs> he has been pretty loud. in the drum. Do Dr. Florio said he thinks he was trying to get cut. Cole was? Yeah. So, but, I mean... From the belt? I am no doctor. I have no idea Why? what's going on. But as a spectator of society, it does feel as if places are just going to tell people... You're getting vaccinated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that is it. That's what's going to happen. It started with Mac when Mac Brown told us that was months and months and months and months and months ago that the ACC said this is how your team can operate with people vaccinated. If one person isn't vaccinated, this you have to continue to do COVID nineteen protocol. As soon as we heard, as soon as this brain, I don't know how everybody, my dumbass. As soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, that's how. That's what everybody's just going to do. And here we are, a week out from. 
uh, preseason football starting here, and this is all just starting to kind of come forth now. Yeah, we're like a month away from cuts, and guess what? If two players are on the cut line and one's vaccinated and one's not, they're taking the vaccinated guy. Yep. And AJ Hawk joins us, the Hammer Down Boys, who have told us a very valuable piece of information on Olympic gambling, which is hammer the favorites. That's right. Yes. Maybe even a little parlay on the favorites Ooh. across an entire event. You know, maybe like get that. a two for there. Because although the favorites are all plus, like the in the in the hundred meter of the men, plus one fifteen for the favorite to win. I guess fast, fast, fast zone, bitch. Oh yeah. You parlay that with something else, you can up those odds, plus 150, maybe even plus 200 somehow. Now, now we're talking. Now, we're, talking. now yeah. we're making money off making money off of the fastest people that it's already documented. Diggs, this seems like a foolproof plan. Is this what we're doing? We're just betting on the favorites and parlaying them all? Let me check because the other day I did try doing this because I thought it was a great plan, and you cannot parlay uh, across the board. Events? Across events. No way. What? Okay, well, we need to get that changed by right the now. start mine, of the game. So unless mine is broken. Like, right now, I can't take Bromel to win the 100 meter. Mm-hmm. And then... Ledecky to win. I was going to say, I think you just put every penny that you have on Ledecky to given? win gold. Because she's gonna. Nice Vandal. So, Tony, I actually did have the same problem. And it's only certain events. It's actually very weird. Hey, we're live. This isn't a Julio Jones, Shannon Sharp situation. Are you, we are live, okay? Yeah, yes. Hi, everyone. Do you do you <laughs> consent to being on live air right now, please? I do consent to being on live air right now. Well, what go. the fuck's going on? We can't parlay the favorites in the Olympics across events? How come we can't parlay all the favorites on? I, I want to be able to put money on Phelps and the sprinting dude. Yeah. What's going on? I'll call the people, and then we'll call you back. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much, Jordan. I appreciate you, man. Have a good one, bud. See ya. Yeah. Good guy. Who is that? Jimmy FanDuel? That's business. That's business. That's right. That's that's the relationship that's good, by the way. Whenever, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like we still have the relationship with FanDuel. is like, hey, you need to stop hey, fucking us. What the fuck, FanDuel? <laughs> by the way, I talked about that earlier. Every conversation you're having, you mm-hmm. know, it's like they are still a sports book who is trying to beat us. That is still the mindset. Like, mm-hmm. hey, how come we can't parlay on all – we can't go across? You guys trying to beat us? What's that all about? What's going on over there? It's goddamn World Games, okay? Get it together. Figure it out. But they come back and they're like, well, regulatory-wise, we're yeah. actually not allowed to. Well, I don't care. I get a lot of those, by the way. See, I'm playing around in here. Like, you can parlay the USA men's team to win gold and then Fiji to win gold in rugby. Those two. Maybe it's just not individuals. Fiji. Well, Mitt said you can. Mitt said certain events you can do it. Correct. Right? Yeah, just need- not in track because it's individual humans? That's what seems like that's what we'll find Do out. any long shots that's- have a chance? Wow, like any of those long shots? Johan Blake. It seems like no, by the way. It, and we kind of broke down why the sports books are probably so accurate. Everything, the max speed of every one of them is documented numerous times, right? At this point, <laughs> a lot of trials and stuff. Uh huh. So I guess not performing your best, which is something that happens at every level in every single sport. But I think handicapping Olympic games should be 
a lot easier. Fairly right? simple, yeah, relatively yeah. easy. Not like rugby and all that, because that's team events and things have to go. But the the individual track and field and even gymnastics, swimming, right? wrestling. Swimming, yeah, I think. Well, wrestling still, I think you can get out crafted. I think you can mm-hmm. get. Oh, yeah, yeah, track and field though, like you know, like there's definitely a handful of people that are running that race that have zero chance of winning if it's like a hundred meter dash. And do they know that? They know that too, right? Uh, I would try to push that way back in my brain. They know if, if I, I run goodness. my best. <laughs> yeah. That guy's no, way I got, I got this. Me. I feel exactly like I do in Tahoe. If I put three good rounds together, I'm going to win this one. <laughs> and I get 64th. So, yeah. Yeah. Joe, <laughs> by the way, not dead last. Uh, Joe Thomas had that belief every year that they were going to be good, and then they, they were never good. I guess as an athlete, you have to get to that. But with the – no, it's a follow-up from something potentially happened to my wife. There was a chance, so I called Doc to quickly uh, okay. get this thing expedited. Doc, I guess, working. <laughs> Doc would <laughs> answer at the time. He just called me back. Now, hey, I'm doing the same, Doc. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, uh, so that, that whole thing. I, it, I'll call him back at the break. He's not watching for whatever reason. Yeah, what the hell? House, asshole or hey, get the show on. Uh, but track and field, you know, like, I don't know. You know their best, though, to your point. Like, yeah, you we, know exactly how well, yeah. they, unless they have, like, their greatest performance that they've ever had. But if not, you know what they're going to do. Doesn't their body kind of tell them, though, like, yeah. how fast they're going to go? Like, you know how the fastest of the fast. Like, Tyreek Hill. I saw on video him outrunning Usain Bolt. Mm-hmm. Then Bolt closed it out. I feel like they have those 3D of every yeah. Olympian, right? And this is how fast this person can go. They have the exact how fast a person can go. Then it's, I guess, if they're ready on game day. I've never ran track. Is well, that- but think about it. Like, if somebody, if there's somebody from some some crazy country that got in, all of a sudden they're like, there's 10 people running the race. If that person's fastest 100 time is 10-4 and they've ran 100 races and somebody else consistently runs under 10, like, okay, yeah, you know. This isn't going to happen. We might be a little bit ignorant here because neither you might have been a track guy. You ran a four four or whatever, but you first grade I was. Yeah, me too. I think elementary school. Coach. I I mean, he is a coach. Track coach. Yeah, you you are motivating. Quit on his team. To run. Yeah, he did quit after that one first coaches meeting he had to go to. Mm -hmm. Dirtbag. Well, I think he was in a room with a couple of those. He said. Oh, okay. Those people are all family friends. Probably view AJ differently now. But Mm -hmm. is there a way to outperform? yourself in track i, I don't mean, know world records yeah, but, i guess right some because some guys will still like break a world record but i think those guys are close to that already like i don't think if a guy is consistently finishing in three tenths behind yeah, yeah like i don't think there's any way unless he gets on a quick cycle of the juice yeah quick, quick before, shot. The, before the world games oh, and, yeah. Yeah. This he's, is the, this he's is the doping. World games. that's not gonna happen well yeah especially now after uh icarus was out there what were you mm-hmm. about to say something so about? i was playing around some more you can parlay an individual to win the 100 meters and then a team like if you did usa 100 meters men to win that guy to win the gold and then team usa to win the golden basketball you can parlay those two goodness here we go but two individuals is not working somebody just i gotta include a team game in there sports books like team sports Okay, let's focus on mm-hmm. yeah. team sports. Those are a little more unpredictable. Let's go. Yeah, they like. Hey, let's have more people involved. Let's have more potential fuck ups. What's Simone Biles? Can we? Can I just bet on her to win everything? Not Is there like worth a it. see gymnastics? Minus twenty. Yeah, minus fifty. I think she only has five gold medals or something. What? 
six. Still maybe? though, she could stumble. She could fall. Like gymnastics is no. a little more. It's a little Simone more, doesn't no. do that. Simone Biles ain't going to stumble. Or no, fall. I know she's perfect. I know she's unbelievable, and she's going to dominate everybody. But think how much pressure is on her right now. Like she's. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, of course, you're going to win all the golds. Like, there's no reason you should fold at all. Gold. She only has four gold and then, uh, one bronze. So she has five. Because I was watching something last night, and they gave the medal count, I think, for the um, for the women's athletes. And she was on there, and I only saw five. I was like, what? So she – because I think we automatically just associate, like, Phelps's because he had ten events that he swam in where he had all those – incredible yeah those pictures where he had 50 fucking gold medals in it mm-hmm. or whatever how many events is she in i think only like uh, i think only five events right because it's team and then there's like so the, she could win five could, more medals this well she could win team she could win the all around and then yeah. there's all the end of it like floor yeah. routine uneven bars does she do them all all around uh, i think, I think so. yeah I, i'm pretty she, sure i don't know if she does the bars but i know she's very good on the beam and the floor exercise does she do this one does she do the the miserable the ring, one? i don't think the women do the rings no yeah they don't do you ever try to get on one of those aj you probably have i you definitely have yeah, it, it just it feels like it re-tears my pec if I ever tried to do any of that. Every time I get to about right here, uh, one foot on, mm-hmm. and then as soon as the box moves, it is a <laughs> it is a straight up. That is the amount of strength it takes to do the shit that, and then the pommel horse. Oh man, just how many times you can spin on that thing, right? It's uh-huh. like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's and then flip off of it and land it. Yeah, no, they don't the, flip. The big game is whenever they hit the slow motion for them, and yeah. they go up on their hands, <laughs> and then they go right back into it. And then the uneven bars. Uh huh. Whenever somebody, and it's not impressive at all, but when somebody's going crazy and they just stop and they're just straight up in the air, mm-hmm. I'm always like, that's insane body control, right? Oh there. yeah, this is getting me juiced for the Olympics. All <laughs> so I'm pumped up. They, they'll go like half body and like slingshot back to the other one and fly around. Mm-hmm. I, they these humans dedicate their lives to doing absolutely absurd things in sports we rarely see. I love the World Games. Love hell yeah. Why are they sleeping on cardboard fucking boxes? God damn it. Four a.m. wake up call. Beating the hell out of the pommel horse. Figure it out. For 20 years straight, sleeping on cardboard boxes. I, they won't say anything because they're the ones that have been doing pommel horses at 4 a.m. for 20 years straight every single morning, not even seeing sunlight probably most years. And they're just going to town, slaving away to become the greatest they can possibly become. And they got to sleep in cardboard boxes over there. Can Lisa call Tokyo and just start sending hey, beds? Hate to break it oh. to Tokyo. They said that, I mean, at one point, COVID lives on that cardboard down there. Oh, jeez. Oh, they did say that. Do you remember what? that? It was like yeah. a seven-week thing. Yeah. If you leave it on, on cardboard, it That was like the most staying. explosive conductor. Yeah. Stop shipping things. God. <laughs> you might be shipping death on and in a box. That's what they're sleeping on over there. So do, how do the people of Tokyo feel that all of these athletes have flooded their area? What if the Olympics get canceled? They all are going to be scrambling to get out of there? Yeah. And can you get out? Is there, If everybody's on lockdown, can you even hop on a plane and bounce? Probably not, right? It makes no sense. Kyle Brandt went to Australia for, what, four weeks four or something? Four weeks, yeah, yeah. But two of those weeks, he was locked just, down. Yeah, he was just locked down waiting. What was he doing there? Do we know? It hasn't come out yet. He was filming something, they said. Was he? Mm-hmm. Is it possible? I know you have another idea. Was it possible he was doing Real World Road Rules Challenge? Was he filming one of those? Ooh. He's in great shape. Oh, he oh I read something. It acted like that. 
Real world Australia. That's awesome if that's what it is. If Kyle Brandt goes back and we see him strapped up to one of those chains, oh, dragging yes. CT him around. CT head to head. He tweeted about it. I'm sending it to the group. What'd he say? Get your quarters ready. Wildest game of my life coming soon. And there's a frog emoji. Oh. Uh, and a photo. Him and another uh, guy. A frog so emoji. So I was right. It's well, not real world. Real world. That's what you said. Did he publicly say it? The name of the show isn't out there. I'm sending it. Sorry, it's taking forever. Uh, frog emoji kind of does that for yeah. it. Yeah, it's a frog. You'll see. That's a frog I don't game. think other people huh. know what that. I don't think other people no, you'll put see, that together. You'll see the set, too. It's coming. What's the frog game, dude? A frog game. What's, What's a frog game? There's that one where you hit the lily pad and it flipped the frog onto the lily pad. Here it is. Is it, is it like snipe hunting? Uh, no. Frog hunting has real implications. I, I know about Frogger the on big yeah, yeah, he's oh, a frog. Yeah. Frog. Yeah. Okay, How about yeah. Foxy saying he's with some other guy? Yeah, come on, dude. Come on, Foxy. Yeah, dude, that's a fucking legend, bro. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Who is it? What? Oh, no. Are you embarrassing Foxy. yourself right now? Foxy. God, you guys know I don't know anyone. Who is it? Foxy, don't be such a stupid. Don't be Come rude. on, dude. Who is it? Show some respect. Foxy, Foxy <laughs> knock it off. Guy? This guy's a fucking superstar. He's a host of Frogger. That's right. <laughs> this guy's Beast. a legend, dude. Foxy. The set doesn't... Does the set give it away? No, the hashtag does. Though. Oh, Frogger yeah, I didn't see that. I missed that yeah. one. Kyle Brandt, congrats on Frogger, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I was potentially talked to about this potential gig. Whoa. I was not selected. What? Yeah, that's when I, I went on that whole run. Like, all right. Did you audition? The energetic white guy. <laughs> Kyle Brandt's taking all those roles right now. I'm off. I'm a big fan of Kyle, though, so I'm completely cool with it. It was an audition, I think. It was just like a conversation. There might be some other stuff. Who knows? Oh. I mean, for you to go to Australia and sit in a hotel room for two weeks all doped up, there's no way you could do that. Well, I don't think I would have been able to do the international that's trip. That's what I'm saying. Well, you got to keister a lot of stuff. <laughs> I don't think so because they make you do this one here. You know what I mean? The keister is like the. Uh, it was a no go from the jump, huh? Yeah, believe me, I tr I was not asked to do it, but the <laughs> thought that it potentially <laughs> happened, I did had to quickly. Oh my could god! I, could I make that happen? No, no. That's expensive. That's expensive private plane. <laughs> yeah. That is an expensive. A lot, a lot of gas. That is an expensive <laughs> private plane. Let's um let's talk about some stuff happening in our world. Uh, Drew Brees said Justin Herbert's forearms and hands look like he has been digging fence post pole holes his entire life. That's the most Texas, I think, compliment <laughs> I've ever heard in my entire life. Drew Brees, fresh off the ranch. Uh, and I want to let everybody know I saw a movie, Dude Ranch as a Child, so I understand what it's like on a ranch, digging poles and, oh, yeah. and whitewashing those fences and oh, yeah. you know, getting the energy back into the uh, barbed wire fences, a little uh -huh. electricity for the cow and the saddle and everything like that. You know, and these Texas Longhorns, with how big those fucking horns are, you got to get real good fence posts in there. Oh, yeah. So he said, hey, Herbert, your arms look like one of those ranchers that I grew up around with those big old forearms you got there. Herbert is a freak, and it was yeah. displayed in his first drive when he got put into the game out of nowhere against the world champions because Tyrod Taylor got his lung punctured by a golf tee that the doctor of the team was holding just 15 minutes before the game start. Justin Herbert, a man who nobody knew if he could handle the big city, the spotlight, got dropped into a primetime game against Kansas City Chiefs in the division, balled out with no practice or no prep really to be the starter, and in the first drive, 
ran a motherfucker over, knocked that person out. He got back up and everybody said, oh, this is a guy. All season he proved to be that. Herbert is a monster. People say he's like Cam Newton whenever you're around him with how big he is. Slings the ball around. The future is very bright over there. Uh, but I like the fact that Drew Brees told him, hey, you got some big Ben like forearms, pal. <laughs> I love. I always said... Uh, I would tell people like Brett Favre, Brett Favre's hands and forearms are, he looks like a lumberjack. Like he's been chopping trees down his whole life. Aaron, very similar. You know, Aaron has giant hands, big, strong hands and forearms. I think it's a, it's a great, uh, great trait to have, I guess, if you are a quarterback slinging the ball around. Big, strong hands. Huh? That's what Aaron got. Big, strong hands. Wow. You, want, like, you want your hands and forearms, your quarterback, to look like they, like if you flicked them, you'd break your finger. Yeah, especially because up there in Green Bay with that. You know, when he puts on that thermal, everybody knows. That's right. Ooh. When the thermal comes on, that other team's going to sleep. Mm-hmm. That's right. Those frigid temperatures. Yeah, it's the Dickey. They have those. They're awesome. I was in Dickey's Arena just last week. I'm going to tell you what. John Cena showed up and blew the roof off that place. Hell yeah. Oh, I yeah. see Ty's hat. Hell yeah. How? Hey, How? so, right. Pat, I don't know if we – I'm sure you've talked wrestling before, but, like, Roman Reigns, there's a lot of material out there for Roman Reigns to go after if he wants to. Like, how real is it going to get? All right. So. I mean, I don't. Fascinating question because I'm also, right? Oh, yeah. Because I am also on a. A lot uh, of great material that you could jump in with very quickly. Yeah, and I mean, I know people want me to bash him for Ferdinand, but I like that movie. No, that's that's great. Yeah, that's a good movie. You know what I mean? And I know people want me to bash him for. You know, maybe some other movie appearance, but I'm—I happen to think that his selection of movies is very good. Pretty I good. Yeah. His if John Cena's in it, I know it's going to be a good movie. I don't know how he was as Jacob Toretto. Wow. Okay, I'm gonna incredible. check that out. You don't have to worry about that. He was unbelievable yeah, awesome. as Toretto. Yeah. So I'm not sure if there really is that much to go after John Cena for. It seems like all he does is create bangers. Really? I yeah. agree. You don't think there's that much to go after? No, nah, I don't do think, think so. There's just some stuff you won't, you'll stay away from. What's that? You what? think there's just stuff you'll stay away from versus stuff that actually you could bash what him on? You? What well, you like, think what, about his rap st- album or what? Thugonomics. Uh, that's great. Yeah, I'm gonna talk about Thugonomics for sure. Yeah. I gotta listen to that on the Mountain Dew commercial. Day. That's pretty good. Who? How about his? Uh, sure. He he also does the. Um, he has like four commercials. They they sometimes go back to back yeah. to back to back. I think he has. Um, is Expedia maybe? I don't know. It's yeah. Experian. Boost. Experian. Experian. Yeah. Experian. Yeah. He's on that one. I think he's end up riding a horse or something mm-hmm. on that one. General Sows. A cow. Sows. A cow. Have... Yeah, doesn't he have? <laughs> Isn't he the new that? the new spokesperson yeah. for General Sows? Uh, or is that... I he's got that new movie too. Vacation Friends. Looks oh, good. that's gonna be awesome. I'll be good. Let's go to Lawrence in Connecticut. Are you smarter than a fifth grader. He hosted that. Yeah, it was great. And also Wipeout. It was unbelievable. Oh yeah. He hosted. Well, the Wipeout. Also, so some material died. there as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. someone died on set. On the wasn't, his fault. The wasn't his fault. You guys he are did being... throw up. What it you guys... Was he sitting in for Akbar or what? <laughs> no, that's, uh, that's American Ninja War. Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah, Correct. Yeah. What the hell? That's on me. That one's on me. <laughs> John Henson was Wipeout. Well, gonna... I, guess, I guess Wipeout is... It's not. It's not the safest I've heard. No, 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 no. Both no, no, times no. that yeah. had similar outcomes. I guess yeah, I did not can. know that. I didn't know that actually happened. Every time I watch something on TV that seems like legit, I'm always like, oh, I can't be that real because it wouldn't be on TV. Like America's Got Talent. I love America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. And when somebody calls like Hallie up or somebody up on and they have this thing, 
I'm always like, okay, so they've been smartened up on what's going on here. Or what if they actually haven't? And so we just see Simon Cowell get a bow and a bow <laughs> and arrow right through the forehead one time. Like that can happen. Right? I just saw, I just saw a very reputable performer at a carnival. Oh, oh, what happened? Very reputable. A very reputable performer at a Should carnival. Who? Huh? Was it Shinigami? Is, uh, it was uncle. not Shinigami. It was a very reputable, a reputable spectacle performer at a uh, carnival, which is another thing you go to and you see some shit happening. You're like, okay, I just assume that nobody's going to actually die here, but it seems like we are death-defying in the moment. Yeah. There was somebody at a carnival, because it is about to be State Fair season. We beat COVID, I think. Yeah! State Fairs are some of my favorite. We didn't have any in Pittsburgh where I went to. We had the community days, which is much different, I've learned. Uh, but the State Fair, since coming to Indiana, it is awesome. I mean, it is people watching Paradise. The fried food is good. The experience is great. I mean, State Fairs are incredible. But getting introduced to these as an adult as opposed to just some dumbass kid that just kind of gets brainwashed into something, seeing some. Some of these things are not there. People should not be marketing this. They should not be happy. There's going to be people that die. There was a guy in some carny somewhere. He was doing, uh, and by the way, they're great salespeople. The oh, people yeah. at these state fairs and carnies, if they didn't end up going to jail for whatever they went to jail for, for however long they went, or choosing down the road of substance, whatever they chose to use, they would have been incredible business people. They can mm-hmm. they get you to do whatever. They're amazing. And they also have these incredible talents. They can do all, those sh- all that shit that you can't do. Rolling the ball. And having it stop after that one, uh, they do it every single time. Hey, easy game, easy yeah. game, <laughs> easy game. Hot ball rolling, it goes uh, easy game. Easy. And then they have the fucking the circle thing, and they go around that goddamn thing. They like, easy game, easy game, and they go, uh, you want to play? And it's like, yeah, you touch it. It's like bang. Yeah. Yeah. The thing goes every one of those. They, I even saw one look like the fucking American sniper guy with that rifle thing where, where you have to shoot the star out, mm-hmm. and you know how the the barrel is. Yeah. Hook. Yeah. yeah. You never ever, you, you miss the first five and then you have to fix it and you never have enough. I saw one guy bend one of these fucking bolts like he was Angelina Jolie in that fucking thing and snipe out the entire star. Great I was like, reference. who the fuck are you, dude? But, anyways, I always wondered if they ever messed up because they had never seen him do it ever. And I'm like, these might be the most consistent motherfuckers on earth. There's a video floating around the internet right now of one of them. This guy was putting oh, on a no. show. Everybody's pumped. Oh, look at it. Hey, little moon. Oh, no. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> oh no! That happened. We had T's and P's of that guy, and shout out to the Air Force Ones that were watching along there at the end because somebody dropped their phone because they were in awe of that happening. We gotta run that back. No, no, no. That's good. No, one's no, good enough. One time. How is he? Is he all right? He's not dead. We did have to what? look in to see if he was not dead. He's he was not- pissing blood for a week, but he's good. He's alive. I mean, yes, he is, I believe. Nick Nick told me this guy was alive. Like, oh, my. Uh, I never confirmed or denied anything. Uh, oh, that guy's okay. spinal cord slapped like a Slim Jim. I don't know if he's alive or not. It, it is uh, hard see, to... See, this is why this show can't do the way he, he goes. <laughs> AJ was calling for it to run again. I, no way. Well, I, I want to see if he's okay. Yeah, I bet I, you do. I didn't know that. I mean, I just assumed immediately right there... Pronounced dead. No, no. no. Hey, that's not his first fall. You know there's no way that's his first fall. No, he had to practice. No, I think it is his... Have you ever been to one of these? They do yeah, amazing did, things. Years of, years of practice and falling off of that thing. Mm. Then he gets put on the big stage. I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, we hope he's okay. And thank you for committing yourself to yeah. entertainment. Good you run. see the one last week where it was like... Like 14 bucks a night, that guy. It was like the magic carpet <laughs> oh, and the goodness. bolts came off and it was just all over the place. Oh, yeah. And then I also saw... Maybe after to... COVID, they should have done a... Like, 
For instance, when a Harley comes back out of the garage, you got to recheck everything. That's right. All right, just let me go tighten these bolts a little bit here, see what's going on, see if everything can run. I feel like the state fairs and the carnivals that I've seen on the internet, the rollout process has not been one where they have checked everything going back in there. There was one where the entire crowd had to hold the fucking thing up. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. There's people spinning. Ah! <laughs> and they're like, ah, hold it down. Hold it down. And then they're almost getting clipped by the humans. I mean, it is... I don't know if now's time to hop back onto the Whirly Bird, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, that's the problem. When these carnies are more focused on when they can go smoke their next cigarette, as opposed to, you know, tightening in the bolts on the thing that's probably going to kill a bunch of people, just stay away. It's not worth it. Don't you broad brush these carnies like that. Okay. He did, though. You can tell that video of the flying star that's going around. Guy comes, you know, camera right. He's got a long-ass, you know, cigarette hanging out of his mouth, and he's telling the people, well, fucking help me hold this thing down. (laughs) (laughs) I need to find these videos. Oh, they're insane. They've been showing up in my timeline a lot. I guess State Fair is very easy to creep into my world, and Carnival's... I mean, there's so much, the word itself is so much fun, mm-hmm. you know, but only really getting into it as an adult. There's a lot of holes in what's going on yeah. that could potentially be devastating. I mean, that is as it's part of the show, I guess, though, for for me, I guess. Like what? They're fun. It's fun. What do you mean? They the, used to set up in a parking lot right where I close to where I grew up and it would come every year and it was rides like that. And you do all the rides that are who knows how the, the safety check is or whatever. You didn't feel 100 percent safe, but they were fun. That spin one? Yeah, and you stick oh, to the wall. No and then they drop the bottom yeah. of it. It's like, I, I puked like I puked three feet there. after that. What's that? I puked three feet out of that machine <laughs> when I was like that. 10 years old. I don't know how you don't puke, but also I don't know how you get on there if you have any reasonable thoughts. You know, like Sam wanted to do it, I think, one time. She grew up in Indiana, yeah. loves State Fair. She goes, oh, let's get on that thing, the whirly thing. I'm like, a uh, couple quick things. Who the fuck put it together? <laughs> Who put it together? And then I saw the floor drop out. I'm like, this is incredible engineering, I guess. But how do we trust that this thing's going to continue to spin fast enough with G-forces? We're trusting G-forces right now with the people that we're looking around at. Oh, stop. It's easier whatever. I'm like, no. I'm going to puke all over the place, too. I'm not doing it. She was going to get on. Broke down. Right no way. Yeah. Say. yeah. She was in line, too. In line. Boom, I'm, I'm waiting in line next to her outside the gate. Mm-hmm. She was going to do it, I think, to shove it in my face. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To do that whole thing. We get up there. Oh, we'll be back 30 minutes. We've got to fix something or whatever. I'm like, oh, oh, oh never would have guessed. Right. But there is a lot of kids that have gone on there and not died. So that that is uh, something I should look at and, and say. What's up, Zito? Oh, uh, we're getting updates. Uh, he is still alive. Just uh, a couple injuries. Okay, hey. Nice. All right, hey. so we can watch it again. Oh, All right, so we can watch it. I thought we may potentially made a big... Big, uh, oh, right there. <laughs> he is still alive. Let's put that back up there then. At what point do you think he realized, oh, no, it's over? Like right here, he's flowing. Right Boom. there, I think he gets realized. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm never going to do this again. <laughs> All right, let's get off. This is my last ride. Well, he definitely drank a fifth before he started doing that. So, like, no, I don't think the, I don't think the, the wheel, I don't think the hamster wheel at of the sky guys getting boozed <laughs> yeah, up before. Yeah, yeah but he's control. definitely doing something. I mean, I don't know if he's, you know, 
doing a whole bag of yayo before, Jeez. but he is going is up. Can we stop? Every car in the going, world. Hey, look, he's not doing that thing without shooting something into his body. Can we before. please stop burying the hamster wheel guy <laughs> I love the him. sky? Hey, I respect it. That was in Cape Cod. It was damn near in my backyard. I love that guy. Think about when he, he gets did. back out of this, by the way. When uh, he beats this, he's getting back into the fucking wheel, dude. They're going to put me yeah. on the spinny whirly wood. <laughs> he's probably already back. I bet he already is back working. Maybe Carney's have that different, you know, hey, level. What's the difference? Connor's making fun of him, calling him Carney's. Not making they do fun very, of very similar things at Cirque du Soleil, and they're artists. Oh. Well, that's the difference, right? One one group of people, you know, drinks yeah. a bottle of whiskey. There's also guys playing pickup basketball at YMCA, AJ. Thank they're not in the NBA. Well, just a couple quick things True. about everything that's closing players. out here. As somebody that loves live shows, both from Carney's. That you were talking negatively no. of, I was not. Ty was also talking no, negatively no. of, I was not. I re- There's no way they're watching this, by the way. They ain't got time. No. They're doing More something. Like More yeah. Yeah. yeah, they kind of live like gypsies. They kind of live in tents and they travel around. Yeah. It's, it's actually pretty um, remarkable. But what I would like everybody to know that whenever you go to a state fair, you know, don't be scared to just tip an extra buck or two to the guy that's handing you that goldfish that's going to die because you made a shot into a cup in the middle of that thing. You Absolutely. Know what I mean? mm-hmm. Look out for those cornies. We need them. We need people that are willing to get into the hamster wheels in the sky for the rest of us to survive. And I, that's why I don't want us to bury this guy too much because I don't want to deter future potential carnies of risking their lives for our entertainment. Well said. Thank his fault. What's that? Wasn't his fault. I mean, the, whoever's running this goddamn thing, spraying that thing with WD-40 before he got on there, <laughs> slick as shit. You could see. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't expecting it. I think there was a little bit of a wobble, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's walking straight lines. They're having him fucking go ahead and... I mean, look right there. He wasn't expecting that. That's never happened. <laughs> Jeez. Are we oh, sure? There's dude. no way to get out of that, either. No. There's no way to get out of no. that. And I don't think you can hang on no. to it, either, because you're getting no. chewed up by the... Wait, and it's coming back the other end. Yeah. Are we sure the guy who normally does it was sick that day? <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, hey Joe, get the fuck in the thing. Joe, you've been watching this for how long now? <laughs> yeah. Three, four weeks. You got it, right? You just got to watch. Just like the, the, the game. Yeah. You know the trick, right, of this thing? Yeah. <laughs> fuck it, I got it. Give me the bowling ball. Imagine <laughs> bracing you know. yourself to hit the ground, oh. and then you just get whammed. Round two. Hey, thanks to that guy. Hey, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. If there's a yeah, GoFundMe, which there's no way they know about GoFundMe's if nah. they're anything like that. Skin him a carton of Marlboro Lights. <laughs> <laughs> Last in two days. This is so disgusting because it is. everything we are saying is accurate, but yeah. these these are good people. We love them. Great hey, people. Hey, we have said. Great people. I don't know if they're good people, actually. I think a lot thank of them you. have potentially fallen into this position. Yeah. Similar and hit every rung on the way down. Yeah. <laughs> Can't thank you enough for allowing us to penetrate your ear holes. Feel good Friday coming up. Minyana, big time guests, big time conversations. Tomorrow's show is big show. If you enjoyed the show, uh, please be a friend, tell a friend. If not, just act like it never ever happened. Tomorrow's going to be a big one. Todd, please play some independent music and propel these people into a beautiful Thursday night before a massive. Smack Don with John Cena and Roman Reigns tomorrow night. I think they're probably going to have to square off, right? The Olympics are about to start. Let's go. Let's have a day. Maybe the Olympics will start. Who knows? Let's have a Thursday and then a good Friday. Ty, please play some of that music. Cheers. 